Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Space Ape Society AMA with Stargaze. Let's take a listen. Hey guys, we'll just give you a couple of more minutes and wait for everyone to join the space. Um, hey Shane, how are you? Uh, hey Tiz, how are you? OSP, how are you guys? How's everybody? Hey, how's it going? Um, just a fair warning. I'm a little, um, just getting over a cold or flu or something like that. So I'm not like a hundred percent, but going to do our best. Uh, you're in good hands because I've got an ear infection, so I can't hear from one ear. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to be the best host, but hopefully we get through this. Um, OSP, did you have your hand raised? I did accidentally. I was just trying to wave hello. I'm I'm not very uh, good with Twitter, I guess. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Thank you for coming. Shane, thank you for being here. It's great to see everyone. <clears throat> if we could just re- retreat, retweet the room out. Sorry, I can't talk. That would be great. Good evening, gentlemen and gentle ladies in the audience. Uh, thanks for having me tonight. <laughs> and it's good to see you again, Cal and Shane and other speakers. Is that you, David? Yes, it is indeed. How are you doing? Congratulations, by the way. On uh, it's been a while, but yeah, congratulations on a successful uh, launch. What did we? Oh launch? no, no, sorry. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. <laughs> Just ignore that. It's a terrible way like, for me to start. Uh, I, is I'm, there something I need to know? No, no, no. Just. <laughs> Ignore, ignore, Did I get I married? That. ignore that I said that. <laughs> I'm going to stay quiet for like 10, 15 minutes and hope everyone forgot what that I totally misplaced you just now. And then I'm, and then I'm good, going to come in with like an amazing question so that people think they're like, wow, he's so switched on. I'm just grateful that um, Shane and Maroon have given us an opportunity to to talk and just kind of chill in this space and um cal's only gonna hear half of what i got to say though <laughs> yeah i i guess with with those it's um uh shane you're in good hands where it's a comfortable setting we don't ask any difficult questions only at the end um but yeah it's it's more of a comfortable setting it's for the tsas community uh to get to know the guys behind the massive Stargaze project. Um, and I guess, is is Ruin behind the the other account? That's me right here. Hey, Ruin, how you doing, man? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having us on. Do you know what? It's been a long time waiting, uh, and it's been nice to just be able to kind of uh, 
get you guys together because I know how busy you and Shane are at all times. It's hard to get one of you, let alone both of you. So to get both of you, I think I've done well uh, to organize this. So you know what? It's going to be one for the community to really get in, to get to know you guys more and, and really kind of go through as, as much as we can really in, in terms of TSAS, in terms of Stargaze, what's the future plans? What does 2023 look like, 2024? And, and how do we move forward? Beautiful. Yeah, looking forward to it. You know, I would like, I would like to know how Stargaze started and, and why it started. I mean, why you guys started it? What was the motivation like? Your passion behind it? Because I don't, I don't know that story. And I'm fairly new to Cosmos myself personally, just like, uh, my friend Alpha Wolf brainwashed me um, after the death spiral to come over, and I've been here ever since. They can't get rid of me. But yeah, I would love to hear just a little bit about how Stargate started. Uh, sure. Yeah, that's um, you know, it's a there's a there's a, a, a long answer a long answer for that. So I can uh, I can I can work my way through it. Um, so. Uh, so my so my background is in like consumer uh like social type stuff and um i uh before i got into uh crypto and blockchains i was uh working on mobile apps um i built the app for ted talks and uh built my own apps too i i had um an app called drumkit that had like tens of millions of downloads in the app store um and uh i i just kind of got bored of it uh, I, I felt like I, I reached like a kind of a, like a peak there, and um, and I was kind of getting disillusioned with the way Web two was was going. Um, how how uh, you know big companies like Facebook or whatever were, were 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 kind of taking power away from users and controlling all the data, and. Um, uh, I, a friend of mine got me into Ethereum uh, sometime in like 2016, and um, I really uh, kind of uh, I, I, I immediately kind of uh, really got into it because it was such a wide open design space, and I like I, I you know I like um, kind of unexplored design spaces because there's just like more room to build things, and I I just kind of felt like very saturated by. Uh, by web two and mobile, and there wasn't really anything interesting going on in in either of them. Um, so, but uh, so then when I started building on Ethereum, uh, because I, I always wanted to work on consumer stuff because that's kind of like my background, and it wasn't scalable enough for the type of things that uh, I wanted to build. So, um, a friend of mine happened to—I think she went to school or something with Ethan Buckman—and. She was like really the cosmos. So she um, uh, sat down with me at a coffee shop one day and like forced me to read the white paper with her. <laughs> and, 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 and that's, that was like my intro to cosmos and um, it kind of blew my mind because it, it, it was so different from Ethereum in, 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 in the way it scaled. And uh, in, in 2017, Ethereum didn't really have, um, well, it wasn't well, well publicized about a scaling story. Um, and Cosmos scales by making multiple chains that 
talk to each other over IBC, and that just totally made made sense to me. So, um, <clears throat> started um, I, uh, I I got a job working at True Story, which is one of the first uh, kind of venture funded uh, startups uh, to build uh, to build on Cosmos, and this was in 2018. Um, it was way too early. Uh, Kepler didn't exist then. Osmosis didn't exist then. Uh, you know, Terra hadn't happened yet. Um, and it, it was just way too early. And um, uh, two story kind of fizzled out at the end of 2019. And then, um, um, so I met, I met Jorge uh, at, at, at true story. Um, he was uh, one of the engineers that I, uh, that I hired there. And, um, and then I also, um, it met uh, Jay Cardinal, when, who was uh, living in um, California at the time in Los Angeles, and uh, we were friends. And um, you know, we we kind of banded together and were uh, kind of exploring the space uh, of Cosmos and um, you know thinking about things that we can build. And um, the the first thing that we started building was something that's like more like a decentralized twitter uh it was called stakebird <laughs> it's uh, pretty badly named um and when we were working on this we realized that tweets were like nfts <laughs> they were like the na- native co- native content type and there weren't nfts and cosmos outside of terra at that time right so like the ibc connected cosmos like nfts weren't really a thing and um, to me, it, like NFTs are like the base primitive for anything consumer facing, right? Um, like most most normal people, um, you know, aren't too excited about uh, like esoteric financial instruments, right? Yeah. But they are excited about um, you know art and uh, you know culture and all this other kind of stuff and and uh, you know social tribes and and and, and groups and stuff like that. So. Um, to me, to me, that's uh, a, a bit more interesting uh, to work on. So, anyway, yeah. So we we kind of you know realized that there's no NFTs in Cosmos. We need to make it a thing, right? So so let's make it a thing. And um, so then so then Stargate launched at the end of uh, 2020, um, and then. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> ends of twenty twenty one, and uh, then we launched. Uh, we we started working on a marketplace, and then while we were working on that, we did this fairly large airdrop, and um, all the users were telling us that they needed a way to be able to launch uh, NFT collections as well. So then we did the launch pad in March, and then we launched uh, the marketplace in May. May of 2021. Yeah, man, I, oh, sorry. I loved it. Sorry, sorry. Tw- 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 2022. Okay, I was gonna say like, um, but I I understand being new to NFTs because I just got into NFTs in February in Terra, and a, a lot of the people in this room, you know, came from that community. They know my story. The first NFT I ever bought was like fifteen hundred dollars. Um. And uh, the community is what drew me. But I know this. I know like one year in NFTs or in crypto feels like seven years. It 
time just it just flies so fast so i i you know i i haven't had an opportunity to really interact with you guys and i love hearing the backstory because it kind of gives me um um you know a backdrop of why you guys are are passionate it sounds like you're a creator um that you you're innovative you like doing new things and cosmos is fascinating uh from a tech tech a technology standpoint sorry um and i'm definitely not a technical person but i know cosmos well enough to know that it's unique and that um it's very um that it's a lot of the devs are attracted to cosmos um osb did you have any questions bro harry i'll go next just want to ask um, I think with with Shay, what what I was looking to do is uh, I got to meet Shane when we did um, our after party in in uh, London and after uh, NFT and uh, London. I guess my first question was like, what kind of drew you to kind of NFTs as general and not like DeFi or or other aspects of of crypto? What was what was the NFT aspect that you kind of drew you into? Kind of that's what I wanted to do with my platform uh to me it was just a personal thing um like i'm i've i was never like really big into money or finance i uh i've always been more into art and music and um uh just i, I mean i mean that's you know it's just a personal interest thing and uh but but I, but actually i got more into finance after i got into crypto um so now it's it's actually more more interesting to me and 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 i'm 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 really looking forward to Things that you can kind of like combine with like NFTs and DeFi, um, and and some of the some of the new things that are coming to Stargaze like super cool staking are going to like you know combine NFTs and DeFi. Um, but yeah, you know it was just it's just a personal interest thing. Um, you know I would uh, I, I would just just way just way more just way more into like art art and music. Cool. Uh, can I jump in with a question off the back of? what sorry shane just brought up which is um i mean i've seen your talk on cosmoverse about super cool staking and i I saw you kind of explain how it's going to work but can you just like reiterate one more time exactly how it's going to work as far as i understand it is you have an nft stake it you sort of load on stars with that um to stake that nft and then does it just then apply the floor price of the NFT plus the amount you staked with it? Um, yeah, that's why very close. do you also have the functionality of having to spend stars on it? Like, are you able to talk through like the logic of like all the decisions? Yeah, 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 sure. So um, when we were first thinking about this, right? If you just if you just stake the NFT, like it it, it has a value based on the floor price. Um, but you know, if, if, if everyone staked their NFTs and the value was kind of based on the, on the floor price, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not really liquid because, um, you know, everyone can sell at once. Um, so, um, and, uh, it, it's, and it's just kind of, you know, it's more risky that way. Um, you know, eventually we can kind of tweak the parameters, but the initial launch of this, we wanted to make it like as safe as possible, right? So, so when you when you add stars to the NFT, then 
um, then it's immediately liquid. Right. And um, the way super cool staking works is that you would stake it on on a validator and earn yield from it. Right. So um, so when you add the stars to an NFT and you stake it on a validator, right, that is just doing like, you know, regular that's doing a delegation to a validator and you're earning normal proof of stake yield. Um, but the way we're doing it is that you earn additional yield up to the floor price. Um, is there, is there <clears throat> how are you calculating the amount of stars that need to be staked with the NFT? Is it going to be equal to floor price or is there sort of a minimum amount? Yeah, it's going to be equal to the floor price and, uh, you will only earn like yield up to the floor. So, um, and, and, and then anything beyond that is just regular, uh, proof of stake yield. Right. So. Um, it, it just makes it, it just makes staking a bit more fun. Uh, it makes it kind of like NFT native. Um, and, and the fact that you have to pick a validator too kind of like bridges the communities a bit more, right? Because, um, you know, Stargate is a bit weird as it's like, it's a consumer facing chain. Uh, you have validators, you have creators, you have, uh, you know, uh, stakeholders, and um, this is like a kind of an attempt to kind of bring bring them together as well. Um, have you sort of thought of how this sort of whole system can be gamed in a way? <coughs> For example, I'm not going to say exactly the ways it can be done, but um, essentially like we get loads of people that are spamming like just a massive supply of AI projects, right? Essentially, let's say someone creates an entire 10K project for themselves, mints it all to themselves and creates an artificial floor price. Um, how would you control something like that? Or, or would, is there mechanisms there to sort of make that uh, not a problem? Uh, yeah, they have to go through governance. So um, the collections that would be enabled for super cool staking would have to be voted in by governance. Oh, perfect. Yeah. That, that was basically when I heard the, the initial idea of super cool staking to me initially, I was like, Oh my God, that's amazing. This is going to be so cool. And then when I started to really think about it and like how stargaze is, uh, you know, permissionless for minting NFTs, I was like, Holy shit, this can be such a disaster <laughs> yeah. if it's not like controlled properly. So yeah, actually, I I, ne I didn't know about that last bit about like the collections have to go through governance, which is like perfect. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you, David, for taking over my space. Um, no, that's all right. I'll shut <laughs> uh, now. Yeah, I guess so. I'm going to reset the room again before anyone asks any more questions. I guess the reason I've opened this space up is obviously I wanted to get to know. I want the community to get to know Shane and Ruin a bit more. And Stargaze, because like I say, you guys are working so hard and you're you're constantly working. It's not being able to give you get that chance to really spend some time with you and really get to know what, what kind of drives you to do things. Um, I think I just want to kind of get to know what your kind of current relationship is between between Shane and Ruin. What's what what kind of relationship dynamic have you guys got? Uh Ruan, you wanna oh. you wanna 
you want to take this? <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, we are friends. We have known each other before Stargaze and before crypto. Um, I think we met in 2011, or 2012, I think, in in Austin at South by Southwest, um, which is a big technology. I, I think um, he might be rugging, man. I think he might be talking and nobody can hear him. I can hear him fine. We can hear him fine. Okay. You can hear me? Okay, yeah. Uh, we met, um, yeah, uh, we met at South by Southwest and we've kind of kept in touch ever since. And, uh, you know, Shane was telling me about Stargaze and, you know, it was uh, too, too fun and good of an opportunity to pass up. But, yeah, I mean, the relationship's great. You know, we... Uh, we push each other to try and make Stargaze as uh, as best as it can be. But I think I think I know I, I think I know Iran a little bit because I'm always like fixing his grammar, and he probably doesn't like that. So <laughs> apologies. Yeah, I, I you know I always ask Shane like what what can I do better or like you know what can I improve upon, and it's definitely my grammar, spelling, and punctuation is uh, can can use some improvement. <laughs> but you know you know that actually might be good for twitter because those tend to get more engagement than the <laughs> yeah. tweets. Uh, and, and shane like for, for you like how do you think um since the forget the since the inception of, of stargaze and and how quickly we've moved on like how do you feel uh, and, and what space do you think we're in currently with, with stargaze as a platform as a ecosystem as a chain where do you think we are uh i guess we like say we are in our infant stage but how far do you think we have developed or do you think we've come a, come a long way in a short distance or do you think there's so much more to come in in the in the coming future where do you think we are currently with like the the, the investment we have got with the projects that have come on board uh the type of creation creators we've got and the innovation we're doing in the space you know, it's very surprising to me. I did not uh, honestly expect it to take off the way it did. Um, and, 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 and I'm pretty happy with the progress. But, um, you know, obviously, I want to move faster. And I want, I want to build faster. And um, it's, that's, that's kind of very hard to do, you know, when you're building, um, you know, on a blockchain, on a decentralized platform, right? Uh, you know, if this was like a Web2 app, like everything is just so easy. You can build it super fast and someone asks for something, you can build it in like a day or two, right? Sorry about that, guys. I do not know what happened, why we got all of a sudden got rubbed there. Uh, Cal, just oh, case, good. do you want to sort of make someone else an admin or something like that? Just so in case it does happen again, the, the yeah. it, it can, <laughs> someone else can keep the space alive while while you rejoin if your internet's cutting out just make like one or two people an admin i'm, I'm not sure I, I don't know anything that much about twitter spaces but i'm sure someone here does man i thought elon was going to fix all this stuff like uh, every few spaces they end abruptly <laughs> so they, it happens <laughs> yeah i ruan here you you probably the biggest expert in the room on uh hosting a twitter space um, I you know I don't know if you add somebody as a co-host whether or not if the main host leaves that the space stays active. I haven't experimented with that before. <laughs> oh, okay, I was going to say like, have you tried it? Um, 
I've just been told. That no, no. When, when the space just randomly ends, I frantically just try and make a new space as fast as possible. <laughs> just, I mean, just to like, just to keep the conversation going while like other people are all joining in. How many spaces have you done now? <laughs> like you, you do like, one every week, right? For one every week. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I think we just finished week 40. So out of the creator oh, spaces, there's been 40 spaces plus, I guess the other random spaces that we do for like, we're going to do one for, um, uh, IBC NFT transfers next week about ICS 721. Um, okay. and we did a couple of other special spaces too. Can so you, yeah, it's coming up there. Can you just like reminisce for a, a second about like what the spaces were like in the first week or two? Like what was the. <laughs> what was the caliber of projects like? Has it changed? Uh, is there are there was there literally like four people in the audience? What was like week one like? Uh, you know, I think late, lately they've been pretty consistent. Um, the the spaces have always been pretty fun. You know, you get the projects come up to to talk about themselves, and you, you get some fun questions in there. Um, I think. I think the most we've probably ever gotten at one time was maybe maybe like somewhere probably like a hundred people. There's probably uh like the same core group of people that come up right now, but the spaces have more or less kind of stayed uh consistent over the past couple of months. They've changed from you know the amount of projects we've had, right? From the Genesis projects sixteen to four a week to some uh, weeks we have two and some weeks we have one now. So well, was there a reason why the turnout was so big on, on like, you said there was a day where there was loads of people. Was there like a reason? Was there like a special, was there like a I, hotly anticipated project or something? Uh, I think the one we had, one of the most might have been the, the ones where we were talking about, I think, NFT, IBC NFT transfers or one with Michael where um, we were talking about like the financial markets and macroeconomics. Um, but, you know, whenever we, have, whenever we have like larger creators, right? So like, um, you know, if we have like the bad kids or the, the Stargaze Punks or Space Safe Society or something, they're going to pull in more people as well. So, sorry again, guys. Um, my internet uh, never doesn't really play up, and it's the first time we've I've rugged in a very long time. Um, I guess just kind of reset that room again. I just kind of asked that same question. I guess with Shane, um, where where did you obviously like? I kind of I have an understanding of when you say something happens really quick because we have the same exact feeling with our project when. Um, how our expectations were for, for example, for the mint to where it kind of, how it snowballed and how quickly we minted out uh, for a large project. Like how do you, how have you guys kind of, kind of address them issues in terms of, because things have moved on so much quicker than I imagine you've expected. How have you managed to maintain everything? Um, Cause like you said, there's so many things, so many moving parts within the ecosystem how are you guys keeping up? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, we just, we're constantly keeping pulse on the community, listen to users, Discord, Twitter, and we have an internal kind of priority list of um, things we want to build. And we just kind of keep moving things around, uh, you know, as there's more demand for it. 
Um, and, 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 and yeah, that's just kind of how we operate. We, um, you know, we kind of tried to operate like a startup, um, as opposed to like a traditional blockchain project would, which would, you know, like a normal blockchain project would like write a white paper and then, and then, you know, predict what they're going to be doing for like the next five years or something like that. I think that's like, that's never how great products are built. I have no idea why that's like become a thing in crypto. It's it's incredibly strange. There's that, that that's like no good product has ever been built that way. Um, it's 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 so so we we operate more like uh, you know we 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 would build a small MVP of something and uh, get it out there as fast as possible, get feedback on it, and then we would keep building it and making it better. Um, and and we just we're just very fluid and 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 we kind of designed everything to be able to be adaptable and changeable. Yeah, I, I think like, like I said, being being fluid and being organic and holistic at the same time gives you the opportunity to kind of really double down on what the, like you say, the community aspect of what people want to see rather than what you want to achieve. Um, I, 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 somebody type in, somebody type in. Uh, it gives you uh, it gives you that kind of uh, opportunity to kind of really kind of double down on what your community want to see. Um, what's the if you without giving enough uh, any extra alpha? Like, what's the next phase for Stargates? Obviously, we're in the crypto bear market at this moment, and how do we keep like, like we, we ask this question as, as creators, how do we keep our community engaged through this like tough time? And what is it that they're gonna, what can they look forward to in the near future? If there's anything that you lots can share on, especially like you've already shared with the, the super cool stake in, is there anything <laughs> that we could be looking forward to uh, in this space in the next six to 12 months? Yeah, I mean, bear markets are awesome because everyone who's here are the super fans, right? All you guys in this room right now are like, you know, are 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 super helpful, telling us exactly what you guys want and what what we should build. Um, and uh, during a bull market, it's it's kind of harder to tell. There's, um, you know, maybe people aren't really in it for the right reasons or whatever. So, uh, so yeah, this this time is pretty awesome. Even though you know, like like you know, financially, I guess it. It, it can kind of suck, but um, you know, I'm I'm pretty hopeful things are uh, gonna turn um, into a positive light sometime in the next. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I like I don't want to. I don't want to think of a given exact date or anything like that. But um, um, what's coming up? So we we have several things in the pipeline, and uh, we we want to. Sh- and and some of them are very close to shipping. So, um, Stargate's names, uh, the IBC name service that we've been working on for a while, um, that is uh, launching very, very soon. Uh, I believe on on, on Thursday, uh, the whitelist is going to open up to more people. Um, so, very excited about kind of kind of like integrating that with like the rest of the site and stuff, um, and 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 also providing it as a service to like the greater cosmos. Um, we we also have uh, NFT DAOs that are coming, which are going to be really fun, uh, and um, and 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 but we're building all this stuff to like integrate and work seamlessly and um, kind of 
like enhance the marketplace experience, right? So, so all the stuff that we're building is to like enhance the marketplace, um, if that makes any sense. Uh, and yeah, let me see what else is coming up. Uh, Stargaze Outposts, which are uh, pretty much like little mini versions of Stargaze running on other blockchains. Um, and uh, they can kind of use it to kind of access Stargaze from another chain. Fiat on ramp, we're working on that. Um, and we have to launch our own liquidity pool for that to work. So we're, we're working on uh, launch liquidity pools as well. Um, so yeah, a whole bunch of, whole bunch of things. Another one is up. timed auctions. Oh yes. Timed auctions is going to be a huge thing. Yeah. Um, before we go, before going to that, like, is there anything you can kind of like discuss further about the fear on ramp? Because I think that's a, a real big market for first time users and, um, how to capture new audience, um, and we're looking at obviously trying to implement something like that. So how would how would how do you think how is that possible? And what is it that your guys are using to kind of build that kind of into the UI UX experience? Uh, Ruan, you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. Um, so we've been talking to a couple of different uh, Fiat on ramp providers like uh, you guys might be familiar with Kado. Um, so um, they're already active on a couple of other Cosmos chains. So they're one that we have an active um, communication with and one we need um, an, it would be an Axelar, um, AXL USDC stars pool. Um, so once we get our AMM up, um, that would be the next step. Uh, there's a couple of other people too we're talking talking to, um, but I don't want to, I don't want to reveal that just yet to see how that's going. But yeah, uh, we do know that on ramping into Stargaze is a multi-step process. So anything we can do to remove those steps is going to like have less friction between people getting their NFTs and getting stars. Um, I, I guess for moving on from there would be like, um, obviously with, with the fallout with everyone that's seen what's happened with FTX, um, and they're having a kind of like issue with, with obviously they had a large holding with Solana. Do you guys think this is an, a good opportunity for, for us to onboard other projects or the established projects within other ecosystems and bring them over to Stargaze? Cause like say we are NFT central and really kind of use this time to kind of onboard as many strong projects to this blockchain. Yes, certainly. Um, yeah, I mean, as you saw, there was, um, uh, there was a project um, to bring Ethereum projects over, right? So um, that was with the Lavana. Those funds got kind of clawed back, but we're looking for other projects as well. Um, we've had two other projects, um, I think Chillheads and Sunnyside Reaper, that have actively and independently made campaigns to bring projects from Solana to Stargaze. Uh, so yeah, it's it's happening. It's in the works. And, uh, is, that, is that exclusive to uh, projects, or can anybody kind of like refer a project and, and bring it to the forefront of like Stargaze um, and and get that on a, on a voting system where they can kind of like like say use this as a platform to bring like you say all the strong projects that they may have like connections with. Like we've got a lot of connections with projects that were previously on Terra. Um, that have kind of like moved on to different chains. 
um, and to kind of like bring them into stargaze because we feel like say it's a it's a real good hope for NFTs and I think it's not it's not as strong on ETH anymore because um, obviously the way things have gone and same with Solana. So how do we want to kind of bring more people to Cosmos and, and really kind of push the Stargaze narrative at this moment? So is there any incentive for, for people like my community to kind of go out there and really be proactive? Um, so, so for the um, the drop, those are from it, those are mainly for Ethereum projects. So, the idea is that there is um, you know an active Ethereum project, um, and then they create another collection that is mintable on Stargaze, and they would receive like an airdrop for uh, creating that project on Stargaze. Now, for for other uh, and that's because the contract is developed uh, with Ethereum in mind. Uh, for other projects, um, there isn't an, an active incentive um, like program for them, but that's also kind of what the community pool is is there for, right? So anyone can uh, request funds from there and they would essentially have to convince the community that it's worthwhile to incentivize them to come over to Stargaze. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah, I, I guess that does answer my question. Um, in terms of um, Stargaze right now, like um, I'm really looking forward to the names. Um, could you guys kind of like, I guess if anyone's not kind of um, heard the backstory of why we've done the the, the, the names, do you want to give us a little bit of a, a, a backstory on why you've done that and, and what the the benefits of having something like that? Uh, yeah, I can talk about it for a little bit. I'm sure Ruan has stuff to add as well. Um, but you know, this is this is something that a lot uh, our creators have been, and and not not just creators, just the community has been asking for for a long time. Um, the whole NFT trading experience is very social. Uh, you know, is 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 not necessarily like DeFi, where like you know you may not really care about who you're trading against in like a liquidity pool, but um, for NFTs, it's kind of fun to know, you know, who uh, maybe was the previous owner of something you like, something you bought, right? And and it's it's kind of fun to look at the provenance and 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 kind of see all the people that were that were involved um, who used to own it. And another thing is that uh, people want to kind of validate and verify the identity of the creator, right? Um, we recently had um, a collection dropped by creator Geo, and then someone pretended that they were her and launched another collection, right? Because if you just look at an address, you can't really tell who the person is. Um, so with names, you can, you can get your own kind of uh, you know, username um, that maps to your, your address. And you can also link that to social media. So... Um, we're working on this Twitter verification bot that um, lets you verify your name on Twitter. So then uh, people can, uh, you know, track, uh, find your identity on there too. And, um, you know, this is kind of a good way to validate creators to see if they're going to like, you know, do they have some kind of history? Do they have a background? You know, have they been kind of creating for a while? Um, you know, if they've been creating for a while, then there's probably like a less of a chance of like rugging and so forth. So um, names, I think, is just very kind of a, uh, it just makes a lot of sense. Um, it makes a lot of sense for Stargaze. Um, 
but I, I also think it, it, it makes sense uh, for the greater cosmos because the names are NFTs, right? And if you look at Ethereum, uh, ENS actually didn't take off until, I mean, ENS is one of the very first things that, that was built on Ethereum. Uh, and it didn't really take off until NFTs became a thing on Ethereum, right? Because, uh, you know, people want to flex their collections, uh, the gallery, um, you know, they want to drop it on socials to get airdrop, you know, to get on whitelists and, and, and stuff like that. So, um, so I think, I think the pairing of an NFT chain and names just makes a lot of sense. Um, and it's an IBC enabled chain. So why not like, you know, offer it as a service for other chains as well. So that's, that's kind of, uh, I, I don't know if you have anything to add to that, Ruan. Um, no, I think, I think you hit everything well. Uh, I, I will say that I have been kind of badgering Shane and the rest of the team about names for a while too, because it's something that I personally enjoy a lot. Uh, it na names, a name was my very first NFT personally. So I know, um, how useful and valuable they are. And like names are pretty much a primitive to identity, right? Like the first thing you get when you're born is a name. You can't leave a hospital without a name. So uh, it's, I think it's going to be really important for our community to, uh, to be able to identify with each other with their names. Yeah, I, I, I agree with, uh, with how you say primitive to be able to identify who's had that, that that NFT previously, um, and it kind of builds that history instead of seeing a bunch of code or a bunch of numbers and letters, which doesn't give you any kind of reflection of that history of that that collection apart from the price point. Uh, but like I say, being able to know who's owned that kind of piece over time kind of gives you that authenticity and, and really kind of builds on the, the history side of those NFTs. Uh, and then you can really see how strong a collection is by, like you say, how many people have may have owned it. Um, and you can tell by whose strong influences within the community that can re really kind of push that narrative. Um, I guess my next question is probably one, one that I really wanted to ask Shane or, or whoever I wants to answer it is like, in terms of like being a guys that created a blockchain, what kind of innovation or creative nature do you want to see from creators coming through Stargaze now in terms of like say, innovation um, and new ways of kind of new products coming through. What do you guys want to see from a creator standpoint? What do you want to see from what creators are putting out there to kind of make our platform even more better in terms of quality wise? Uh, Ruud, I don't know if you have any ideas here, but like the creators have been surprising us with what they have been doing and building on top of Stargaze. Um, you know, I think I think uh, some sometimes people uh, or people may not know that Stargaze um, allows uh, you know custom contracts, right? So so PS Labs, you know, just just uh, is is in the process of um, process of deploying their own contract, but like anyone else can do this, right? So um, so far, you've had some uh, like we never expected like the whole like. Um, like the burn to like, uh, you know, like, like burn two NFTs and like, you know, get another one minted and stuff like that. Like, like these are like, you know, fun, fun things you can kind of build on top. And, and uh, yeah, you guys did that with like the serum. And I thought that was, you know, that was, that was pretty fun, but there's a, you know, a lot more kind of like custom things that you can build. And 
like the design space for that is just kind of infinite. So um, we're, we're still in the, like the very, very early days of this stuff. Um, so I'm kind of excited to see what, what people will build in the future. Um, I think, I think like the, the, the generative art project was like a, you know, a good example of something, uh, that you could build on top where it'll mint, um, kind of an NFT in real time based on like your address and based on the block height. Uh, and I think, I think we'll start seeing kind of more of that kind of stuff and, 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 and kind of things that may are, are kind of like tied into DeFi as well. Yeah, I've really just been kind of surprised and amazed at what people are building. Um, you know, personally, I've also really liked the generator art stuff, the stuff that public um, uh, publicworks.art has built. Um, you guys um, with the serum and uh, star, the stargazers, they did the... Um, uh they did the mint and burn as well small dogs did their game horizons and bound that's another game as well there's like it's stargaze has now also kind of grown to the point where it's difficult for us to keep up with everything that's going on um so it's really fun when we see something that you know maybe like a day or two old right that might be kind of old news to you guys but we're like oh hey that's that's an interesting that thing that popped up so we're continuously like impressed with all the innovation uh, that people have been having on stories. Yeah. I think for, for like say for, for us and um, content creators, I think we're just looking to kind of like keep on pushing that envelope. And like I say, with, with the, the community aspect of it, and I think that's probably what's helped a lot of projects to kind of further develop their project further because we look at each other and, and try to take what we'd like and see and, and move forward in that direction. For example, if I see something that PS Labs doing, um, I like to kind of like give them the nod of uh, there's something that I've seen that I, I want to implement in our project. And I guess it's that's that whole element of being fluid and malleable because you're not kind of constrain yourself to just your kind of rigid kind of roadmap. And this is, we've got to hit X, Y, and Z by certain milestones. It's about being able to kind of change and pivot whenever needed uh, and add things that like say something may come into the space in the next, next six weeks that really kind of changes everything and we've got to adapt to it. So I guess this is what, what kind of really helps kind of, motivate this space and really kind of build that kind of creativeness of going around. Um, David, did you have a question? Sorry, you had your hand up a moment ago. Yeah, I, yeah. The, the conversation's moved on a bit, but my, con my question was about, you were talking about provenance and provenance of NFTs. And for me, that's, well, it's awesome because, you know, provenance is a huge uh, aspect to art buying and selling. And what really I found interesting or would find really interesting is how you can build new sort of features around provenance and sort of maybe even new entire pages of Stargaze, which can sort of like show certain trending stats and things like that around sort of patterns of buying and selling and, and, and stuff like that uh you know as a collector so for example you, you know it's maybe a lot of glory goes to creators but you through 
through like building and engineering around provenance a bit more, you might be able to bring like a lot more glory to the collectors uh, and like creating a space for collectors to show their sort of buying prowess, their ability to sort of like buy early, that thing becomes a hit, sell high, blah, 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 right? So that was basically kind of like my question around sort of once provenance is implemented, have you like sort of thought about how you can then further build into that? Because I think that's a great way to actually put the spotlight onto collectors and people who buy NFTs more. Yeah, that's a great question. So we've been thinking, um, so we already have like the provenance data. Um, if you go to info.stargate.zone, you can uh, see um, the provenance for each, uh, you know, for each each item. And eventually that data will make it its way to the website and you'll be able to ha- see like a, um, like the history of ownership. Uh, but yeah, we've been thinking about uh, what we can do with this. And I think, you know, I, I, at least like a, in a simple case, you can have like a leaderboard, right? And we can see like, oh, over this week, like who, you know, who made, um, you know, who made like the best trades or something or like who did the most amount of volume. Um, I think I think that's that's kind of how we're going to start it. Um, yeah. 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 And, 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 and we've also been thinking about, you know, maybe uh, like some kind of incentive for like, um, uh, you know, based on volume. Uh, but but that's something we have to really think about and design properly because it's you know it's 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 easy to game. Yeah, I was gonna say like um, it, it you can it can be a bit gimmicky, right? You can design something that's totally just sort of a bit gimmicky that it's like a corner of the website that no one really really goes to, or if it's done really well, it can really sort of be a huge draw for you know buyers and collectors across like other blockchains as well and um yeah and so as you said it's all there which is beautiful because it means that like sort of you know a lot of the hard work is probably 80 percent done but essentially it's sort of like building the corner of the website which is that users can interface with meaningfully and like actually provides like sort of really insightful <clears throat> sort of stats even some maybe some stats that like people never really considered before and things like that and i i just think um that can be a really nice way to uh make you know buy like collectors of nfts celebrities um because i think that's sort of a dynamic that can work really well um and increase volume and because at the end of the day there's way more buyers than there are creators so um yeah I, I don't know i just like wanted to sort of add that on as a question after listening to provenance but yeah thanks cal and thanks shane for um letting me speak yeah i i, I think it's like say with that provenance piece i guess like that's how kind of like nfts kind of really took off when like you say when the when the board at yacht club had the celebrities kind of endorsing the project and and really kind of going through like say you could see on like say twitter feeds and everything but obviously now having people have their names on associated with their account it gives you that kind of like added incentive that if you want to 
that person has owned that owned that piece. I would like to own that piece after that person. So I guess, like, say, those are kind of like elements that we've not thought of that can really kind of push that narrative. Um, always, yeah, have you got any questions that you'd like to ask uh, Shane and Ruin? Uh, just let you get, guys know OSB is one of our head council members. Um, obviously, we have got our project is set up with a team of council members, um, and then the, we we all kind of work together to kind of build out this project. So, uh, OSB, you got a question? I do. Yes. First, thank thank you guys for being here. This is a fascinating conversation. Um, we had to uh, do a few things with the mutants to to kind of think around and make that work for us. Um, are you guys planning conditional NFTs in the future? And how would that uh, look uh, like on a timeline? Like, could we go in and change the metadata on specific NFTs to to uh, mutate and improve and sort of uh, do some different things on a smart custom contract basis with you guys? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're working on a, uh, we're working on an updatable uh, contract. And um, I believe I believe. Um, uh, you guys are, have, are, 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 are working on one too. And um, yeah, you'll be able to go in and dynamically um, change the metadata and stuff like that. Um, it's just that it, 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 it requires a bit of thought uh, because the thing is, right, it, it could also be used in nefarious ways, right? Um, so like one project can say, Oh, you know, we're just minting this placeholder, and then like a week from now, we're gonna like upload their actual art, but they never do, right? So we like we kind of have to plan for all these scenarios, right? So so maybe we have to do something like, okay, you know, so if you're gonna use an updatable contract, um, you know, how how does the the owner know that the their metadata or like the, the NFT is gonna completely change? in a week from now or something, <laughs> in, in, you know, into something that they don't want or something like that. Right. Or, or, um, you know, how can they ensure that like a placeholder is not going to, is, is going to change into what they actually want. So maybe in that case, maybe that collection needs a deposit or something like that. Right. So like, we have to think of like the right crypto economic kind of uh, safeguards to put in place when you have updatable, updatable metadata, right? Because, because NFTs were like designed to be immutable, right? They were, they, they were designed to be immutable, but creators are asking for these kinds of features. You know, creators want, want dynamic NFTs and because creators want this, we have to support it, right? But it's, you know, it's, it's, it's non-trivial, to, non-trivial to do. And then there's like also just a lot of like, there's a ton of like backend infrastructure stuff for this things like you know like for example like like ipfs um like ipfs is just terribly slow right if, if you use like raw ipfs so we have a lot of infrastructure to like cache all the images and um you know serve them really fast all around the world we have like a cluster of like 30 nodes that like run all this stuff um and like if an empty changes then like you know, then it has to like change on all these servers and stuff like that. So, so there's, there's a lot involved with this. Um, but, you know, we do want to make it happen, but, uh, and, and we will find a way to make it happen. It's just that, you know, it's not, it's not like as easy as like flipping a switch, if that makes sense. It does. Thank you so much for answering that. Um, my, my other question, just uh, 
out of curiosity on my of on my own uh, how many like how many people do you have working for you with you you know front end back end and everything like that do you have any idea yeah yeah i mean so now we're <laughs> we're we're like um i i i don't want to exp- expand more than we are right now but we're like 13 or 14 people right now and um most of most of everyone is full-time maybe except for like three or four i i think one thing uh shane does a kind of say enough of is Shane still does like 90% of the coding on the back end um, and, and he kind of explained that to me when we were, we were at NFT London um, but yeah have you found anybody that can you can offload more of the work to or is that still uh, you doing 90% of the work oh no so that number has definitely changed now um, I, I'm doing more and more like you know, admin stuff and like management stuff. Uh, um, I will always code because that's what I, that's what I enjoy doing. And if I'm not doing that, I there's like, I, you know, I can't be happy. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, you know, we have uh, definitely have a lot more, a lot more help now. So we have um, pretty well staffed uh, front end team who can execute really fast. Um, uh, we, we, we're, we have some solid people on, on, on contracts now. And you know one of the advantages of a, of a bear market, and 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 just the macro picture that we're in right now is that talent is so much easier to find, right? Um, you know, Facebook, Google, whatever, Twitter are not like hiring anymore. They're all like laying laying people off, um, and and a lot of the crypto projects too. They like overhired and 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 they're laying 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 people off now. Um, I'm 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 really glad glad that we didn't grow too fast because. Um, you know, I did, I did get a lot of pressure to grow really fast and I didn't because, you know, I, this is not my first bear market and I knew it was going to happen anyway. Um, but yeah, now is, is kind of like the time to get good, good people and they're much, they're much easier to get. So, um, right now we're, we're in a pretty good place. Uh, we are executing pretty fast and just got to keep like everyone in sync and keep shipping, I guess. Uh, David, did you have another question? Sorry, I thought so you had your hand up. Uh, sorry, I was like, so I was listening so closely. Right? Okay, I got it. I remember what it was. Um, so my question is, can you give us, a, give us an idea of the sequencing for Stargaze in the sense of um, the order in which we can expect the features to come out? For example, you know, names is probably next run. So what what does sequencing look like sort of from like names and what's the next feature and the next feature? Like what's like a general order of which we can expect each feature? Are you able to tell us? Uh, yeah, I can, I can, I can tell you, but it's, it's you know, it's subject to change. <laughs> um, so after names, I think um, what'll probably come out after that um, is probably AMM um, because we do want to get the Fiat on ramp um, up and running. Um, and uh, AMM or DAOs, like either one of those, may uh, may come up around the same time or one earlier than the other. Can you just explain um, what AM AMMs is? Oh, just liquidity pools, right? So we're going to have 
um, a liquidity pool of um, Atom stars and USDC stars. And um, this will enable you to go directly from a centralized exchange uh, to Stargate. <coughs> and then um, through the fiat on-ramp, you'll be able to um, pretty much buy stars from a credit card. Right, so the credit card will uh, use its service. They'll transfer uh, USD to uh, USDC. It'll get USDC from the pool and then uh, let you swap that for stars. Okay, so uh, names, AMMs. Uh, are you, how, how far into the future are you able to go? Um... I mean, yeah, so the next, so that'll be, you know, the next, uh, next several months. Um, after we have DAOs, we'll have super fluid, uh, I mean, sorry, super cold staking, uh, probably sometime early next year. And, um, yeah, that's, that's probably as kind of far. Yeah. We can go right Sounds now. like a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess from, uh, from what I want to ask you guys also is um, at what point, you know, like, like say currently we have to, like when you go on a centralized exchange, you're buying Atom, convert that on Osmosis to get um, stars. Have you guys considered, like, say, listing on a centralized exchange with Stargaze? Is that something that's in the future plans? Is that something that you guys are thinking or talking about? Uh, or is that something that you want to stay away from? You know, I, it, it is. Uh, we don't. We do want to make it easy for users to use, right? And we want to make it very accessible to get started. Um, it's the the problem is that you know we we started off as a decentralized chain. Um, a lot of the coins that get listed, like it's like some entity and they have like a whole bunch of the coins sitting around so they can like give it to the exchange. Right. Like we don't have that. Right. We don't have a bunch of coins that are just sitting around. And we can just give to the exchange. Like they, like, like they would have to like buy it on the open market or they would have to like get it from the community pool or some, you know, something like that. Right. Um, there, there are funds in the, in the foundation, but that is, you know, that's more for like, you know, building out, you know, building out Stargaze itself. So, um, so yes, you know, we do, uh, you know, possibly want to get listed on centralized exchanges. Um, but like, you know, if that happens, I want to, you know, I want to focus on quality, right? Like, you know, personally, I want to, you know, I'd rather have like stars, I, I, like I want stars to be on like, you know, like Coinbase and Kraken and like, you know, like the top tier ones, right? Um, so, um, and, and, and if it's not one of the top tier ones, like, like, I don't think it really makes sense to start. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. Like, say, if it's not the the top top echelon for the central exchanges, there's no point in having it because um, I guess it takes away than than adding to to the network. Um, David, you had another question. I think you put your hand up. Oh, no, no, just skip me. I like whilst listening to Shane, I, I totally forgot what my question was. I'm, I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll come back to me, but. Uh, yeah, you go ahead, man. Although, uh, yeah, I do remember my question now. Um, so, the question is: So, Dean, loads of work in developing and designing, engineering. Do you give much thought 
and what are your plans for marketing and not just the typical crypto twitter marketing for example if you do roll out something like an amm like uh, and just you know improve the onboarding of like normies into buying nfts on stargaze how do you think of the idea of like tying that all up into like some kind of campaign idea with like a big creator in real life somewhere and you know getting people who are, have no clue how to do all of these things involved through like sort of these marketing strategies and projects and campaigns so i'm just wondering like the the engineering and the the uh obviously the the design is all there but i'm just wondering like when you do deliver these things do you do you have like methods of capitalizing on it even further through like uh strong marketing outside of like just the typical crypto twitter like uh you know raids and things like that um sure yeah so so my so my take on this might be different from from many other people but you know firstly i think like the best form of marketing is just having an awesome product right if you you build a really really awesome product then people will tell their friends and then it'll it'll spread to through through word of mouth and 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 then people people will people will want to use it right um like like apple does a lot of marketing but even if they didn't uh, because the products are so good, right? They will still uh, do do pretty well well in sales. And uh, like Samsung spends a lot more in marketing than uh, than Apple, but you know Apple Apple still doesn't ever have, have uh, still doesn't have a problem with like selling out. Um, but another thing is like you know crypto native marketing uh, is pretty much airdrops, right? Um, so the way Stargate actually got started was doing like $150 million airdrop at that time during like the peak of the bull of, of, of the bull market. And, and that's how we kind of kicked things off and got started. Um, and our, our plan was to like do these large airdrops to other communities once we have like the bridging ready for them. Right. So, uh, you know, like once we have like the Ethereum bridge set up, like do like a massive airdrop to open sea, um, if we, once we have Solana bridge set up, like do airdrop Solana, um, but, but that's really dependent on timing. So like a bear market is not the, not the best time to do a big, a big airdrop. Right. So, so for that, we're kind of like, maybe like saving some of the reserves for now. And, um, <clears throat> when the next bull comes up, that would be like the right timing to like, get back on on the airdrops um you know until then like you like more traditional marketing like you know facebook ads and google ads and stuff like that um you know i'm not i'm i'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not sure what the conversion rate would be because i mean like you know if people don't have wallets and stuff like that it's it's you know just, like just, I, I don't know if it convert really well just from um sort of uh pretty much my own experience because uh as you probably know like i work in marketing all of my adult life and um there's there so there's a been a very interesting uh sort of development let's say in the fashion industry in london of like this guy called there's a very very famous fashion photographer called nick knight 
He is one of the absolute OGs of fashion photography in the entire world. This man is like early 60s, and he's about to drop like a 2,000-piece AFT collection on Ethereum. And, and I went to like a lot of these events in NFT London, and there's a lot of massive, massive companies getting into NFTs. Nike, Johnson and Johnson, you know, even just like Axe, uh, Deogen, like all of them are doing it. They even though there's a bear market right now, all of these massive companies are actually getting into Web three in some shape or form, and they're very interested in it. And and just to, sort of going back to Nick Knight, I, I've I joined. He owns a big company called show studio this dude he like helped with like alexander mcqueen like all these other huge fashion designers for like he's been in the industry for like 40 years he is about to release an nft collection and like i'm in their discord and for the first time i'm seeing loads and loads of basically like fashion people who for the longest time for number one didn't understand how nfts could ever be useful or like how they're attractive at all to to like now they're like oh my god this is so good this is revolutionary basically all the, probably all the steps that we've all gone through when we first got into these things but I, said, I guess what i'm trying to say is like what it took was like this guy called nick knight to say like i'm making a collection he made a collection and it's like incredible like it's really great like because he's a fantastic creator sometimes like because I agree with you, like paid social marketing, like Twitter, like just Facebook ads and Instagram ads, that is like just basically like throwing money into the wind and just like hoping that like someone comes back. But I think you can add like almost like permanent value to Stargaze by like a drawing like sort of really high quality mega talent into the ecosystem. And then you sort of pull in, hopefully along with them, like people who like reluctantly sort of like get brought along into Stargaze because the the artist that they love is releasing a product or service within your ecosystem. So I, I think like that is kind of the way to go because as you said, like you want to be quality and, you know, you want to be like recognized with quality. Maybe the mark, if you, you, if you do do a marketing spend, which I also agree should be done during a bull run, um, shouldn't be on just paid social stuff. Like, don't just pay Facebook and people like that. Pay the money to, like, world-class artists to, like, come to Stargate and do basically, like, featured drops. That way, so, I think you will... So, I, I, yeah, sorry, go on. Uh, no, so, I think I yeah, no, all good. So on that on that front, uh, we are Stargazers. I think I mentioned this before, but Stargazers is really fortunate um, in that we have projects that launch every single week, right? Like I don't think any other Cosmos chain really has that, right? So we have projects that launch every week, and they are advertising, marketing, promoting to people to to purchase their product, right? And where they're gonna purchase it is Stargaze. Um, is is our website. So we've been lucky in just that the way that um, it's designed is that 
is that these projects have to drive their traffic to us. Um, so they have helped us do a lot of marketing for us. So like, like you guys, Space Apes, um, you know, Bad Kids is probably some, you know, the best marketing that we've had simply by being a project on Stargaze. Yeah, and and you know, I have I have a couple of thoughts here 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 as well, right? So, um, you know, timing is a is a huge part of this, right? So, so like right now, you know, we don't have a Fiat on ramp. Uh, it it takes like twelve steps to get you know to buy Adam and get into stars and stuff. So. <clears throat> If we do a huge marketing push right now with someone really famous, like ninety percent of the people are going to drop off, right? So, so the the the, the way the way we're like the outlet for Stargaze is our our, our plan was to, um, you know, get the Cosmos native people first, right? Win the Cosmos ecosystem first, and then after that, through bridging, through IBC, um, uh, win other ecosystems. So get Ethereum folks, get Solana folks, and so forth maybe Polygon folks. And then after that, push into the main, like mainstream, like more, more retail audience, right? And, and, and you had to go step by step. Um, if, 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 if you tried, it's very hard to appease crypto, crypto natives and normies at the same time, because if you do that, you end up creating like a Frankenstein product that, that, like, that like no one likes. So... So we had, you know, so, so, so that's kind of our plan is to kind of expand uh, step by step. So right now, if we do a huge marketing push, we'll just lose a lot of people because a lot of the basic primitives are not, are not there yet, right? So, so timing is, you know, a, a, a huge part of this. Then, then secondly, like, you can look at what has already happened in the, in the Cosmos, Cosmos ecosystem, right? So... <coughs> Um, Secret, Secret Network um, has got a bunch of celebs involved, right? So they got uh, Quentin Tarantino did a drop on, on Secret. Um, Kevin Smith did a drop on Secret. Yet it didn't really increase their volume or it, it didn't do much, right? Stargaze is still doing eight to 10 times more, more, more volume than Stash. Um, so, uh, you know, it didn't. It is so. So just because you get like a celeb involved, it, it doesn't necessarily mean uh, it'll, it'll it'll like spike uh, volume and users. Um, it, it just it just has to be done. It has to be done done right. But another thing is like the other thing I want to say is like you know the Ethereum Foundation didn't like pay to get um, like celebs to launch on Ethereum, right? Um, they just did it because it was the chain that has like maybe the most amount of users and volume. Right. So like our, our goal is to make the platform awesome. So then creators want to come and launch on it and they do their own marketing. Right. Um, there's like, so, so Stargaze is actually kind of like right now, it's almost like two, two entities in one, right. We're making the Ethereum, we're making the blockchain, which is the Stargaze blockchain. And we're also kind of like, the open sea where we're you know building stargaze.zone the website also right and um these actually might be two separate separate entities in the future right but right now we want to make kind of the core protocol awesome so then creators will come and build on top of it and do their own marketing if that makes, if that makes sense uh it makes perfect sense um and thanks that's like uh ruan as well looking amazing answers and just uh, straight off the back of your answers, 
uh, kind of a bit of a reply to how to maybe, you know, without paying just <clears throat> big creators to come across is, and, and which probably hasn't actually even been mentioned yet is, is there work being done to improve the creator's experience of actually creating projects? Because sort of like the back end of like putting a project up onto Stargaze is very primitive right now. And I think, you know, making that like a, a first class experience design wise and, you know, just breaking, you know, for example, like a lot of really <coughs> fantastic artists don't know how to use command line and uh or anything about code so i think you know if, uh, uh, you're saying barriers to entry for buyers is amms you know in and uh, just like on onboarding from what's it direct fiat on ramp and stuff like that but on on the other side maybe just designing the back end for the creators even more just so that like you know joe blogs who sh shoots photography and doesn't know anything about code or someone who's just like a digital artists somewhere they can come on and they just find it easy like it's super intuitive like it makes sense yeah, has much so... thought been given to the creator's mm -hmm. experience of minting uh and how what does that look like uh yeah so yeah Ruan, I'll, t I'll take the first half and then maybe you can talk about starting studio um yeah so so when we were first launching when we were first working on launchpad we actually could have made a really nice, simple tool for creators to, uh, you know, not have to know know any code and just go and um, launch launch the collections. But when we were talking to creators, what I what I realized is that um, the ones that took the initiative to find a developer, uh, the ones that took the time to actually like learn the process and stuff like that also just had much, much better art, much higher quality product. So that barrier, barrier to entry actually improved the quality of what we were getting, right? So that was intentional. The way we launched with the command line tool was very, very intentional because it actually filtered out all the crap, right? So I think, I think we had something like a thousand creators apply uh, to be like in the Genesis launch. And we only selected like 11 of them or so. And, um, yeah, I mean, like the majority of the ones that, uh, you know, didn't go the extra step to kind of figure things out, um, were actually had really shitty art. So it was, it was very intentional, like everything Stargaze does, um, where we launched with a command line tool. Um, but now we have other options that Ruan can talk about. Yeah, so we have Stargaze uh, Studio now that is exactly what you were talking about that makes it easy for any Joe Blow that's an artist that doesn't know how to code to uh, create a collection um, by clicking a, a couple of buttons, uh, uploading their collection to IPFS um, and having the metadata. I see even in this space there's at least four or five creators that have used Stargate Studio. Um, most in the last couple of weeks have used it and haven't had any issue. Um, we also have a dedicated channel in the Discord with a dedicated person there to help people use and launch through Stargate Studio. Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe even get one of the creators on here to talk about their experience with a no-code solution would be, would be great. I'll just get up and say too, like I've used it a couple times now and 
it's just been seamless, so easy and amazing. And even being able to go into the studio and actually edit my original collections um, and change some things on them as well, just through the studio. It's just been like the best tool I've like, thank you guys so much for putting that up. And especially thank you to the, to the devs, to the people who stick around in the Stargaze studio chat and help us like round the clock, figure out all of what we're doing. Yeah, uh, thanks for answering the questions, guys. Yeah, I guess my point was, you know, by focusing more on that creator's experience uh, equally as much as the buyer's experience can do, as you said, Shane, you know, make these really top-level creators choose Stargaze uh, sort of organically a bit more. Um and 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 then the sort of the quality control on there. I don't know how you how you figure that one out. I'll I'll let you figure that one out. But um, yeah, thanks for answering my questions, guys. I think just to go on the back of what you said, David. I think if I guess I understand where Shane and and Sargas are coming from, keeping that barrier high. But I guess it would like say help with if it was like i guess why do so many people pick iphone or apple it's because of the user interface being easy to use and why was microsoft so adaptable at the beginning because of the user interface it was easy to use at that time i guess if you do like say make something a lot easier and accessible for more people does it like say reduce the quality of projects coming through or does it increase the quality of projects coming through um, I guess it's like, it's like it's a question that can change over time. Um, I, I think that's where like things like provenance would like, for example, the provenance ideas being spoken about earlier would come into play, you know, uh, sort of certain wallet addresses or creators being sort of then featured more and, and then how the interface uh, works. At the end of the day, I think, you know, as you said, like Apple's easy to use the OSX is easy to use. I think barriers of entry being very high is is not a good thing. Like you can, um, because if the reasoning is that the quality becomes then low, if if the barrier to entry is low, I, I think you can design it out in some ways, you know. But at the end of the day, for example, a lot of the kids I know and like that we work with all the time, they're like the they're like incredible. They're absolutely incredible creators, and they would just never ever use Stargaze because they don't know how to how to interface with it at all, and so they wouldn't even like try to con like because there's no button on the side like create you know like uh, and things like that. So that's kind of like the experience that like they need, like not necessarily like what I need, and like maybe all the other creators in this room need because we've all gone through that experience. But the people I know on the ground level that I work with a lot who are incredibly talented, that's kind of like what I think like they need, you know? Uh, so it's just kind of like uh, my comments in it. I do understand how in the beginning though, the, the reason for the choices, but yeah, as you said, you have Stargate studio. And I'm sure that is going to just only get better and better. Yeah, so so I I actually used to publish apps um, on the on the Apple App Store, right? So from their perspective, I was like a creator publishing my apps on the App Store, and and the interface as a publisher for apps was terrible on Apple, right? It was nothing like using an iPhone or using any other Apple product. It was a completely different interface. 
built by some like other offshore team or something. And like most most people don't see that side of Apple, right? So 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 even even you know even the big players kind of have 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 this kind of barrier. And I you know I don't know if it's like if if is if is that's intentional or not. Um, but yeah, like you know, Stargate Studio I think is good enough. Um, you know, building building like all the stuff we're building could be like an entire startup of, of its own, right? So Ethereum has a project called called Manifold, which you know, you can kind of think of it as mani- as manifold as like a very polished up version of Target Studio, but they're like their own startup with like twenty million or something like that in funding, right? So, so like like we have to kind of pick our battles, right? Like, there's no way we can like create our own blockchain, uh, you know, build all this, uh, you know, smart contracts and uh, you know all this tooling. Like, like we have basically built our own like IPFS gateway. Uh, we've built our own uh, the graph, um, you know, uh, alchemy like RPC nodes, like all the stuff we're building. Like Stargaze is really like, you know, three startups in one, and and uh, it's just impossible for us to like perfect every little thing, right? So, so uh, um, yeah, we just you know we kind of know where to kind of pick our battles and focus on. Um, just so, so it's just straight off the back of that is um. How can we help you? <laughs> so, <laughs> how can like, what's the best way for like everyone in this room, creators and buyers and stuff, to help Stargaze? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, keep engaging the community. Uh, you know, have, have uh, keep launching like awesome things, uh, building on top of it, um, and, and you know, doing doing stuff like this, like hosting us, is also really great. You know, great great for community engagement. Um, I don't know, Ruan, you have any other ideas? I mean, you said it, you know, uh, 90% of success is showing up, right? So just show up, be active, um, do what you're doing. I mean, being involved in this space is a lot more than what other people do. Um, you know, if you, uh, if, when you see, when you meet a new person, you know, tell them about Stargaze. Uh, that's how we get the word out. Yeah. I think for for for, for my perspective, I think like I think Cosmos will be the next breakout when it comes to, like the bull run. I think this like said so this period is the the most important when like say so when when people aren't building as much and uh and we have got least amount of people. Well, like so when it's when it's the bull run, you know you've got loads of people coming from all sorts of chains. Um, but I guess this is the time where we can like say so as creators. Um, collaborate with each other uh, and and kind of prop each other up because at the moment liquidity pools are really small. It feels like I'm taking out of somebody else's liquidity pool or I'm taking for somebody else's mouth. It, it whenever anyone launches a new collection, so it's just really kind of getting through these tough times now for the better times to roll over. Um, I guess I, that's where I kind of want to end it there with with the with the space i know we've had you guys on for like an hour and a half um for me i guess it were really nice to kind of get to know you guys a bit more i guess i spent time with you guys uh whilst we were shame before um and really kind of these kind of engaging conversations goes so much more with my community because obviously they can really get to know what you guys are like and, and what you're doing on the back end and how much work you're putting in 
it just kind of comes to the forefront instead of like, so like I take in things like on a, when I listen to somebody speak, I take it in rather than just on, on a literal basis or, or reading something. It just shows how much more commitment you guys have got to, to making this chain great uh, and how much work you have already put in, in this short period of time. And I know half of you guys get like very limited amount of sleep uh, and you're constantly working. But like I said, I just wanted to give you a kudos to you guys for what you've already achieved and what we could... <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> yeah, so and, and like I said, we just want to make sure, like I said, like David said, is what can creators do to keep on pushing that narrative to make this chain better? And, and like I said, we've established ourselves as a as a project. Um, we love being on here. We've built a family. We've built a community. And we just want to, like I said, grow that further. Um, if anybody else has got any more questions, I'd let, like say, like um, anything else that they want to add, or I'll let Shane and Ruin kind of close up the space. Um, you know, there's one thing that I, I think we didn't really cover that was a kind of a small update that is pretty cool. Um, I think Shane maybe will explain a little bit more about the split stuff. Oh, uh, the splits uh, feature. Yeah, so we're launching um, we're launching a feature soon, which. Um, enables you to uh, like split your royalty payments and mint fees and stuff like that across like your uh, across the creators. So, so like um, for example, if like twenty people get together and launch a collection, um, each person is, re is responsible for a certain percent of uh, uh, um, like the, the the creation. Then. Um, all the revenue can go into this kind of like one contract and it gets split um, like 20 different ways so there's 20 different people. So we, we, we did something similar, but what uh, our dev deployed on did was everything was minted into like say one wallet. And then every time I think it hit a barrier of like uh, stars, then it got sent to several different wallets at a time. Uh, but I guess that that would have been that's a really good kind of like say feature to have now because it makes things so much more easier instead of everything like going to a central pot and then having to be uh, manually distributed. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a great feature and hopefully uh, and is that is that a timeline for when that's going to be done? Um, I, I, actually, that's already on the chain now. It just doesn't have like a front end for it yet. So um, a front end for it should probably land in like a month or so. So will that be in studio and will it be editable like after the fact if for whatever reason you want to change the royalties? Uh, yeah, I think I think so. Um, I haven't decided yet exactly where it's going to show up, but but maybe studio does make um, make most the most sense for that. Is it editable on an existing on an existing collection? Um, you right now, uh, you can't uh, update your royalty, so you would have to um, migrate the contract first, and then okay. and then update it. Um, I I had a, uh, another question, which is a simple question. Um, are you going to do something for NFT NYC next year? Yes, we definitely want to do something. Um, so. I uh, haven't started. I, actually, maybe Ruan knows more more about this, um, but I don't think the planning has started yet. But we definitely want to do something and definitely go big. Um, yeah, I have not started planning for NFT NYC yet, <laughs> but um, yeah, it will definitely be fun. Uh, 
I'm just going to put my hand up and say, like, I will definitely help you if you need any help because I I love partying. So I'll be <laughs> and there. And you'll have the help from the, the TSOS community as well. Yeah, yes. yeah we'll be there. And just, you just got to, you know, go out your balcony and blow like a big conch horn. And then me and Cal will like appear on your doorstep. And beautiful. Dude, and like, you know, if you can bring your like video gear and stuff like that and like shoot that video that you guys made was awesome. <laughs> oh, good, good. No, no, no. Well, yeah, absolutely. We'll go another level next time. That was like uh, throwing so many things together. I think we organized that party in literally 10 to 14 days. And um, big shout out to you like the Stargate team and, and TSAS for just, you know, obviously just providing the support to, to pull that thing off. And it was a beautiful party. It was so fun. And uh, Ruan and everyone else in the room, it would have been good to have seen everyone, but um, obviously not everyone could come to London. We were all wrecked during that time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, hopefully in NFT NYC. Yeah, wait for you guys to. Uh, I'm waiting on you guys to make the announcement, and and then we'll be all over it. It's gonna be epic, man. It's gonna be epic. <laughs> We've already got a group set up anyway on on Discord, so it should, it's not gonna take us long. Uh, Maestro, did you say you want? Yeah, we got. Did you put your hand up? You have a question? Uh no. Yeah, real quick. Hey, um, what's going on, guys? Hey, uh, Shane. Um, I know that you guys don't have a lot of uh, control on this, but when you guys do the uh, fiat on ramp, uh, maybe, um make sure that the fees are not too high that's going to be an issue if you know people are trying to deposit a hundred dollars and they got to pay twenty dollars or ten dollars on those fees and um another thing i know you're feeling sick um i have a home remedy for you uh drink a shot of tequila and if you don't feel better drink a second one and if you don't feel better at least you'll forget about it <laughs> okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to try that one i'll have tequila and some other kind of i think i have some kind of whiskey so i'll definitely try that <laughs> Um, uh, the, the, the fiat on ramp, I think what we're going to do is we're going to go with more than one, one provider and kind of, um, aggregate and, and, and this will force the providers to kind of compete with each other and have the lowest fee, right? So if, if one provider has a fee that's higher than all the other ones, then people are going to use the, use the cheaper one. So that's, that's kind of how we try and, uh, how we're going to try and solve that problem. But, you know, obviously that's beyond our control because you know they have their own providers and own fees that you know they have to pay but yeah we kind of um that's the plan that's the plan for that that's awesome man thank you sure uh if anyone has anyone else got any questions if you don't uh we'll close out this space um will the uh, audience stick your hand up if you will want. uh star shows be the first uh collection to go up for uh super uh, uh cold staking <laughs> hey if you want that to happen submit a proposal you know i'm i'm, I'm sure it wouldn't have any any problems winning <laughs> can, i think it's got we, a lot uh, of back in love let's go proposal already yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i think like basically between me and wolfman i think you've got the two biggest uh holders of star chodes the O Vault has a lot too, so yeah, I do go under a pseudonym called the Toad Master General. <laughs> oh, that's you! Oh my god, <laughs> that's, that's me, man. I'm the oh Toad my Master god. General. 
Oh, that's amazing. That's a great I had no idea we were chatting. I'm really hoping that Barb Star comes back during the bowl and kind of like makes the chosen thing again. But like, you know, you guys have taken it over, which is great, right? You know, it's, 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 it's a community. He's thing. in London. I'm, I'm, we're going to find him. We'll make a documentary. Yeah. You should do he, that. <laughs> he messaged me the other day, actually. What? What? Yeah. What is, what is this? Uh, it was like, hey, sorry, I've been absent. <laughs> I think he's got a he's got a he's got a different name now. You know, no, I, that I, sounds I think, like I th- a scammer. I think they're like I think they're like a sleeper collection, and like one of these days, it'll just go like super viral, and it'll just like make Stargaze explode and make everything else explode as well. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's when I'll retire him. on my yacht. <laughs> can you please ask him to make it Creative Commons so we can all make derivative merchandising and everything from his work? Uh, so I, I think it actually is because his are based off of Lava Chads, I believe, from Ethereum. And those, I think, are CCO. That's what I was wondering as well. Because it's based off of that, I would think he'd be in the same spirit. Right, yeah, and they're 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 different as well. I think these are these have females and are like non-binary as well. So yeah, I, and, I think and, you and should and be also, good. Yeah, I, I just want to make it clear: it's not it's not just this one dude. It's this dude and his wife. They're like a team. They operate as a team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. chode team. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I wish I had a team like that. Sorry, sorry, PS Labs team. <laughs> no, 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 they're no, mega talented. No, no. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, the toads totally hijacked, like at <laughs> the end of this basis, <laughs> rightfully so. But um, yeah, Cal, I don't know, man. It's your space. I'll leave it to you. Um, yeah, no, we'll we'll close out this. So I think we've had. Uh, I didn't expect it to go on as long. Um, I didn't know if uh, shame them like, were free for longer. Uh, but I think it's been a real, like, it's a good space. Everyone's got to, like, you know, really ask the questions they want. And I guess Shane and Rune's kind of gave and they're given their input and really kind of, I've got to know more about them. Uh, and hopefully we can do more of these spaces um, on a more frequent uh, basic kind of thing. We make sure we can kind of, like, so whenever something's coming up, um, if you want to kind of hit us up or, or like, say, PS Labs, and we can kind of like, put a space together. Um, and really kind of engage with the community. Everyone loves like to see, hear about what you guys are doing. Um, and really kind of, that's the kind of formal, you know, narrative that we want. People want to know about what, what's new to come. Um, and thank you for coming on Shane and Ruin and, and really kind of giving your time. You know, it's nearly been almost been two hours. We've been on this space. Um, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, and hopefully like I said, we can do it again when, uh, when we're close to our next launch of the humans, uh, which hopefully will be around, uh, around the end of January. Oh, that's exciting. I can't wait for that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Really cool. I guess my last request is going to be, guys, uh, Shane, can you change your profile picture to a TSAS 8, please? That's, that is, that's, that. a, that's not a request. That's, that's something that we want you to do. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yes, I, I definitely, I mean, I love the mutants. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to get one for sure. I'll, 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 I'll get a crown, a crown mutant. I think, um, Cal, let's make it a proposal on the governance 
side to make Shane change his profile picture. <laughs> and you've got a validator mode. I think the Owlies have one. We'll just take turns. We'll just control his Twitter profile picture for like a year. I think uh, that would be a great proposal. <laughs> you know, that'll make it a lot easier for me. So then I don't have to pick sides and, and the community can, can like figure it out for me. <laughs> cool. Thank you very much. Uh, Ruin, have you got anything that you want to add, sir, before we, we close out this space? Or Shane, if you've got anything else you want to add before we close out the space? No, I just want to say thank you. You know, thanks. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having us. Um, really love what you guys are doing. And uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, I love, love everything you guys are doing. Um, love the, um, the sub communities and uh, to keep it up. Um, guys, anyone on the panel want to ask any, uh, any closing statement or are we just going to close out the space? I think that is it, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time. And thank you for everybody that's joined us today um, on the spaces. And sorry about the earlier rug. Um, we've managed to get past that. And thank you very much. All right. Thank you all. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Space Ape Society hosting an AMA with Stargaze. Recorded on Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now, with Spark IBC enabled. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focus, Starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect. With the dead man swagger Sitting in a little den Envision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next Bubba-bubba-billion Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next Bubba-bubba-billion Little Dan envision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next b -b 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 No one gave a shit Till the drugs all dried up Everybody died From a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter We was all hyped up When the pedal lit the metal He just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime Till the night curfew Rats in a cage Till they make time to murk you Got a little job That falls under my purview We gotta get this mob Away from the Birds view. Gotta find cover, wipe off the bird poop, ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth, slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a basement, could call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a b-b-b-billion. Vision in the
the middlemen, listen to the fiddle man, play a little ditty then, talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next b-b-b-billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next b-b-b-billion. Channel spaces.